Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Amazing Race Rewind podcast, the podcast where we rewind back in time to watch the earliest seasons of the Amazing Race for the first time. My name is Andrew. And I'm Jill. And we are here today to talk about season two, episode six of the Amazing Race. We're halfway. We're halfway. This was, I thought this was a very competitive leg, and it definitely felt like a halfway point with a lot of um, kind of setting up for the second half, I felt here. I made notes of this a couple times throughout the episode, but it was so consistent that I just kept making notes on it. It was almost all racing. The tasks felt very small and menial mm-hmm. and easy to go get over with. It was all about the race. Yeah, well, and something else that I noticed is that there was so much interaction between the teams this episode. I mean, we obviously have when they're all waiting for the train and going to the market or whatever and, and going shopping. But then also all the teams were very close together. So that was also very fun to see all that interaction. But, I mean, it was a very competitive leg. Yeah, like, even when they were checking in, they were all seconds, not minutes apart. Like, back to back to back. I don't think I've ever seen a leg like that ever. Yeah, it was really, really close. But although it culminated into nothing with an extremely anticlimactic finish that just made me mad. No spoilers. I didn't like the ending at all. (laughs) But we will get to that once we get to that. But we will head over to the opening unless you have anything else to say. Um, I don't. I just, my first note is title sounds like an actual reality drama, not a, not a TV show reality drama. What was the, what's the title? I didn't write that down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I think it was something like, okay, you thought I was going to fill in the I blank. Was... I thought it was something like, well, this is so unprofessional. It was something like. You're stealing my girl or something? I'm going to take his girl. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. Yes. In reference to Tara and Alex yeah. and Will and that whole debacle. Um, yeah, absolutely. Definitely a more trashy title. And that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> uh, so we have a, a beautiful opening here in Thailand, starting off at the pit stop from last episode, Play Plong Pang. And one thing that I noticed is that they're immediately framing Will and Tara as the main characters with Phil's narration. He says, will Will adopt his humble attitude that he set out for himself? And will Tara back off from the flirtation she started with Alex? And this is very interesting because like, he doesn't do this for anybody else. He just focuses on Will and Tara. They've got a strong storyline and they are selling the heck out of mm-hmm. it. They really are, yeah. It seems like the production team, they really like Will and Tara. And they also seem to really like Gary and Dave, with Gary and Dave getting a large chunk of airtime here with all their narration. Yeah, they. I should... Who is it that always... Gary that's always speaking, right? He's... Yeah. Like, you say Gary and Dave, but it, you're, I remember you saying a couple episodes back, it's a, it's a Rob and Brennan situation where it's just... It was all Rob. It's just that, again. It's just all Gary. All his quotes. Yeah, and I mean, Dave kind of, like, inserted himself a little bit, but Gary was really the more dominant one here with their whole but we'll get into their whole analysis portion where they do a deep dive into every single team left in the race (laughs) (laughs) so chris and alex are the first to depart at 6 11 a.m and they're instructed to search for a flower vendor in bangkok but first they have to go to a nearby town of ampawa and then head to bangkok from there and this task is a pretty standard task just navigating through the market to find a specific vendor although it seems to be a little bit more difficult than usual yeah i was gonna say oh you know classic classic market task but it it was hard and i mean i couldn't even really see 
if there was a flag or anything. Like, it just didn't even look like there was a good signage for the teams to follow to get to the right flower vendor. No, because it wasn't the standard Amazing Race flag. It was just, like, a flag in a different shape that happened to have the colors red and yellow. And they also said that this was the largest flower market in Thailand, so I can imagine it being quite, I guess, large. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Mary and Peach are the next to depart at 6.42 a.m., and Mary is talking about how hard it's been on Peach this race. After that, Tara and Will are starting at 7.19 a.m., and right after we hear about how Will's going to be all humble and he's going to like be a new man this leg, and he immediately starts off by just by being rude to the locals by yelling at the driver telling, of the boat, telling him to just go, 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 which was so uncomfortable and I really could not stand at all. It's a weird thing. Like, I don't, I don't know how I would be. I mean, I'm just not a very aggressive person in the first place, so I don't think that's something I would, I would ever do. But I don't know. Like, I, obviously, I think I would be anxious with all the pressure of the situation, but I don't think I would ever yell. Yeah, see, for me, it's just I would draw the line at taking it out on the locals or people outside of the race. I would just more kind of internalize it more or, like, keep it within the team, but I don't think I would go to this point. So yeah, so much for, for being humble and kind, Tim McGraw. What? <laughs> the Tim McGraw song, mean? Humble and Kind. You ever heard of it? Andrew, no, you have to stop with these references. I don't <laughs> I don't understand these references. Well, they're not for you then. They're not for you. They're just for me. Clearly. And then Tara has a quote here saying that about Will, that he's a devil man with fire in his eyes, screaming at this Thai man, which is a very poetic line. There's some great imagery in there. The teams really got, um, they were really liberal with their words this, this leg. They were trying to be poets. Yeah, they were on one. Yeah, Blake and Paige are the next to depart. And then speaking of being on one, Gary and Dave are just going to go on a mad tear here at the beginning of the episode. And go through every single team and what they think about them. I have I have a Gary quote here. <laughs> I don't know if he says this at the beginning or the end, but he tr- really tries to sum up their mission. And he says, quote, pinpoint the weaknesses of all the other teams and set out to exploit them. Yeah. So I was actually watching this episode with my roommate, Becca, in the same room. And she, she just heard that line out of context. And she was like, what kind of show is this? It's like, we're going to exploit their weak points and, and, and eliminate them. <laughs> And she was just hearing some of these quotes and was absolutely floored by them. Well, so, we gotta have her on as a guest. <laughs> well, season three. Oh. Well, okay. So I just want to go through each of Gary and Dave's analyses of the teams. So for Tara and Will, they say that Tara wants to be seen as nice, so they're going to use that to their advantage. Which, I don't even know what that means. Like, how are you supposed to use that to your advantage? I... I think I know what I know what they mean. Like everyone wants to be seen as nice. So how does that make her different? I don't know. Maybe just like in comparison to Will, she wants to say well, I don't know. So yeah, that's what they're saying about that. And um Blake and Paige have been given the name Team Smiley, which I think we haven't heard before this. It makes sense that they are always smiling. Yeah, they're a jolly team. Jolly folk they are. So he says that, quote, they've never had to fight for anything in their lives except for maybe their sorority slots. Okay, that was a good one. He's cooking (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. And then he he keeps going and says that Oswald and Danny are suffering from shopping withdrawal. Okay. About marrying Peach, he says that, quote, Peach can't kill anything except for maybe a pink margarita. Oh, wow. Okay. 
So yeah, he's he's being quite ruthless here. And finally, they talk about how Chris and Alex, they aren't in their element because there's, quote, no beer bongs, no toga parties, no drunken women. So these guys don't know what to do without their party. And soon they're going to realize that they shouldn't be here at all. And this is like a whole 10-minute segment of Gary and Dave just absolutely reading into every okay, well, single team on the cast. Well, it's 10 minutes, but they do take a significant chunk of time and let they let them speak they let more them than go. maybe they should. <laughs> Yeah, like, they are narrating the first portion of this episode, absolutely. I also will add, though, they, this episode was quite weird in a sense that I made a note around the 20-minute mark, and there still hadn't been a task, and I think it wasn't till the 25-ish mm-hmm. minute mark that we even saw the first task. Yeah, I mean, because there was a lot of traveling. They had that super long train. The market task was... Well, I guess the market task was kind of at the beginning, but... And then the, the tasks at the end just kind of kind of yada yada them and then got to the pit stop. The tasks were really nothing. They were just kind of little check... They were almost checkpoints, then less of a yeah. task. And then I just have written down here, Blake and Paige, they play Pictionary with their cab driver. They draw a picture <laughs> of like a flower in a market trying to communicate with their cab driver. Sure. So Gary has another quote here where... He he kind of had me, okay, these are maybe some good lines up to this point, where he says, he's talking about, like, the language barrier, and he says that he's upset that the British never took the time to colonize this place because nobody speaks English, which is like, well, like, this, I'm, this is, it's like, he's trying to be funny, but, like, who, who was the audience for this? Maybe at the t- in 2002, there were a select few people who chuckled at this, but it was just, like, really? yeah. And this was another one of those quotes that that my roommate heard and was like, what is this show? <laughs> but this is also just, I guess, a product of the time also, because this would never make the air nowadays. No. I just, I love that Becca got to hear really random clips of the show. <laughs> no. Because it's just, people, I think, like, sorry, this is going to be an aside for a moment, but I think having Ashley last week, who still was, is like, yeah, that's not what I was expecting. And, like, the thing is, we have our guests lined up for season two already. We're, we're that professional. But we're, like, starting to cast our season three guests. And I know you said Becca cast wants Cast is crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're opening open calls, holding <laughs> open calls. You can come in and audition one by one in front of us, the panel. <laughs> to my point, it's just, I think people just think, oh, you know, yeah, I'll go help Andrew and chill. I'll watch an episode. But then they watch it. They're like, whoa. Wait, this is not what I... There's something there. Well, hello. We wouldn't be, you know, two seasons in if there wasn't. (laughs) Hello. Anyway. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Oswald and Danny, they begin their journey at 8.31 a.m. And their whole storyline this episode is about how Oswald is burnt out. He's struggling. And they're so discouraged about being at the bottom all all the time. So that's kind of where they're at at this episode. So there's an interesting dynamic. And it's going to... They're all going to be bottlenecked real soon. So they when they're in... Bangkok at the flower market, you know, like we said, everyone kind of has a little bit of difficulty finding it. But once they get their clues, it's pretty straightforward. They have to get to Chiang Mai by train. And this is this is where it goes down. Mm. Or should I say, they, I think they use the term they get equalized here. Yeah, they get equalized, they get bunched up. So everybody's on the same rapid train, which takes 15 hours, and they all have to wait for it. And this is where we see some of the teams go out shopping, and they will go and have lunch, and all have fun and interact together outside of kind of a race setting, which is really fun to see. It was it was a lot of behind, like the most behind-the-scenes content I've ever seen on an episode of The Amazing yeah. Race. It was kind of, it felt like filler, but it, it, it was still good. Like, it was still fairly interesting. It was just kind of out of place. Yeah, but it's it's very crazy to see this coming from a modern perspective where this would just never happen because a modern season is just strictly race. There's none of this 
outside of the the race social dynamics no yeah and i just like a modern cut of the show too they would probably have it timed down like you know this task we're going to give it x amount Mm. of minutes of airtime we're going to give this transport to here to there x amount of minutes of airtime yeah just a lot more formulaic whereas here it was it was a little bit more open form yeah mary and peach get into a conflict over a pair of pants um, (laughs) which is so (laughs) hilarious because they're just they're i don't know the way they speak and their tone their intonation just it's so funny to me. It's, it kills Why? me. Well, I don't know. Just the way that they speak, it, it really gets me. It's like, they, it doesn't matter the content that they're saying. It's just the way in which they say it. It's funny to me. And I can't even describe it, but... Okay. Maybe that's just my weird humor. <laughs> but this scene, they just go back and forth. And this is a, like a raw, unedited, with like no music scene of them just going back and forth over this What was the pants. issue? It's that, who, okay, who was buying the pants? So I think Peach wanted the pants, except... She didn't barter or something, and Mary wanted her to barter for the price of them or something, or vice versa. Yeah, it was something with bartering. She didn't want to barter, but I think she did say at 150 and then the lady said no, and then she's like, okay, which, whatever. Which also said 150 is like three bucks. Yeah, it's, yeah. But anyway, Peach got upset over this. She blows up on Mary. Like <laughs> and it's the whole thing in the back of the doesn't have any crap. siblings. That's a very sibling interaction no it absolutely is a very sibling interaction (laughs) elsewhere the tara and alex saga continues yes they do develop a little bit more they talk about how i think alex talks about how um will is all jealous about tara being with somebody else and this is just it's just so crazy to me to see this relationship of two separate teams blooming on a on a season of the amazing race is this like the Amazing Race's version of a forbidden love story? <laughs> I suppose. it's It seems quite forbidden to me. Yeah, so I mentioned this before, but we're getting close to probably 18, 20 minutes in. And it's still all travel. It's still no task. So they get on the train. Mm-hmm. And you kind of assume, I mean, in terms of screen time, there's going to be a task soon. But in terms of their travel time, it's been like it's been a good probably almost 24 hours without a task. Yeah, this is it's it's kind of interesting how this leg took place over two full days, pretty much. And everybody's talking about how the train ride is absolutely miserable. The conditions on the train aren't great. But one thing that happens on the train is that Oswald has a great sleep, and all of a sudden he has a bunch of energy and has a, a whole revelation that, you know what? He doesn't want to quit. He wants to keep going. So hooray for Oswald and Danny for Sometimes that. Sometimes you just need a little bit of rest, and then you're just, yeah. you just feel a lot better. That's it. Well, good thing they had that long train ride. Exactly. So they arrive to wherever they were going. Chiang Mai. Chai Mang. Okay, yes. And a few teams, they take taxis. They sh- no, Sorry, they share taxis. And did you notice here that Mary and Peach and Oswald and Danny, who were sharing a taxi, they went and stopped at a 7-Eleven. And then in the next scene, Oswald and Danny are just holding a large bag of lace chips <laughs> in the middle of the race. Like, yeah, we gotta get, we gotta refuel at 7-Eleven here. Honestly, though, I, I I don't know if that's the right moment to do it, but I, I would refuel it. Like, if I saw, if yeah. I'm in a foreign country and I saw something that was from home, I would I would definitely run and, and grab food. It's a little boost, a little, you know, burst of... Yeah. It's a boost. It makes you feel good. But I don't know if I would do it at that exact point. <laughs> it's just, it was just kind of funny to see them going into 7-Eleven and then in the next scene just holding, like, a giant bag of Lay's chips. Oh, now I want Lay's chips. Wait, let me add that to my grocery list. <laughs> Okay, wow, good sponsorship for Lay's here, getting a, a customer. I'm sorry, I'm just adding it to my cart on walmart.com.ca. I'm, I'm not trying to do an ad, I swear. Wow, 
Drive, driving up sales. Yep. So our first ad of the Amazing Race Rewind history is Lay's. So thank you to Lay's. Use code Rewind for ten percent off. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. It doesn't exist. Okay. Maybe it does. We don't know. <laughs> Maybe it does. Ooh, After the this value, episode, there's the value size. Well, that that's what Oswald and Danny got. I think they got value size because th- it was a large bag. Anyway, moving on. So aside from Lay's chips, they make it to the detour. Which is boat or beast? I have something to say here. Go off. They gave us the names of each task, and I thought, ooh, this sounds versatile. And then they explained each task, and I thought, huh, it could be a pretty even split. I had confidence in this detour. I really did. And mm-hmm. we're, not, we're not even going to say it, but you know how we feel about detours thus far. I was disappointed, though. I really <laughs> thought this one would come through. I thought it would come through as well. Although, as soon as I saw it, I said, hands down, I'm doing the bamboo raft. I, well, so what the really? detour is, I feel like we do this every single time. We get, we get ahead of ourselves. So what the detour is, is you can either take a bamboo raft across a river and you have to travel one and a half miles, or you can travel one and a half miles riding an elephant. So my thing is, I've said this in the past, is that I don't want to rely on an animal to take me somewhere because if that animal doesn't comply or does it decides it doesn't want to move, then there's nothing you can do about it. You have no control and you're completely helpless, which would drive me up the wall. But you have horse riding experience so maybe you're a little bit more attuned to animals <laughs> oh yes i could definitely take on an elephant with all of my equestrian experience well. at first i thought it would be a pretty even split i i didn't think personally i would go for the beast the elephant task but i thought there'd be like a good amount of teams who would you know i'm thinking back to nancy last season i'm gonna ride that elephant yeah it's pretty much an exact not replica but like oh it i don't is. know what the word i'm looking for is pretty much a duplicate of last season in india where they had to either take a boat to a a temple or a shrine or something or ride an elephant and there there was a little bit more of an even split because i think i don't think nancy and emily were the only ones to do the elephant but here i would expect more people to want to do the elephant because it's the amazing race experience something that you wouldn't be able to experience in your everyday life but i think strategically the bamboo raft is a much better decision to make you know i will say though I am happy that everyone chose the boat task because it gave us a fun race. You know, at one point, someone fell in yeah. the water. Imagine having to go through the rest of the race after you fall like that. Not really, it's kind of embarrassing to fall in. And you know that's on camera and everybody's going to see it. But there were a lot of confrontations and like, not exactly confrontations, but interactions between teams on these rafts where they're trying to pass each other or they're kind of battling to get ahead, which was it was very cool to watch. And like, these teams are all pretty much doing this detour at the exact same time it's neck and neck literally like there's no one team that's just kind of out there on their own they're almost in groups of two the six of them are almost kind of in little mini groups of two but still so close together so they're battling in their own little group but then they're trying to get ahead of the pack it was really good so yeah so these rafts they're just like bamboo platforms that team have teams have to stand on and they have these large bamboo poles that they have to dig into the ground and then like pull themselves forward with through the water and peach face plants and almost falls in the water at one point she cannot catch a break here yeah i feel like is this what they're framing her character to be in the edit just like the 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 dits and the klutz i'd say klutz Whereas not a, mary's not kind a of dits. the one like okay the well one. <laughs> okay the clumsy one and then we have some horrible communication between Will and Tara Will, here. And they're in last at this point. I want to point out, this is quite shocking. They're in last place. Yes. They cannot pull it together here. 
So Will at one point is talking about how they should switch because Tara is weak. And then, oh yeah, Tara says you're an idiot. This is just like their normal dialogue. This is just how they communicate, which is like in a completely ineffective way. And they talk about it in their confessional after the fact, how like their communication and teamwork is absolutely horrible. Is that the interesting confessional? Like they were side by side in the confessional. Like it wasn't like they pulled mm-hmm. one of them aside. They've got both of them there, but kind of just talking about how awful the other person is. It was a really weird confessional. It was, it was very weird. It was like a little bit uncomfortable because I kind of imagined myself as like, I would not want to be doing this right now if I just had this interaction with my partner having to sit here and, and describe it. I don't know. Like, I mean, I feel like you and I, we wouldn't get like that with each other. But like, no. imagine I was sitting beside you in front of TVs that are going to broadcast this nationally and be like, yeah, Andrew sucks. Andrew can't do this. Andrew can't do that. Andrew's <laughs> yeah. awful at this. I hate I him know. as a partner. Yeah. Like, that'd be so yeah. weird. And Will, Will has a quote here, which is so delusional, where he says, quote, you have to learn to not take everything out on me and, or out on other people, which is like, Will, that's literally all you do this entire race. Every single episode, we've seen you take things out on other people. <laughs> Let's have some self-awareness here, bud. Ironic editing. So. <laughs> in, we, we love a good juxtaposition in the world of cinema and television. <laughs> so overall, this was a great task, although I think it would have been cool to see teams ride elephants. But we still have another task where teams interact with elephants. I think they just really wanted their elephant moment here. So they said, if people don't choose the elephant detour, we're going to make them deal with them anyway. Yeah, so after they finish the boat, like the the length they have to go, they get into these cars and they have to drive themselves to, is an elephant sanctuary or something? Basically, there are elephants that have a painting, or like, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Markings? Yeah, markings. There's traditional markings painted on them, um, and it's a very. It's to me, it's a s- stupid, easy roadblock. One team member just like <laughs> run up really to the is. elephant, wash it off, and then you're done. It seems like it took teams two seconds. It would have been a lot cooler if they maybe had to like replicate the art yeah. or memorize the art yeah. and then have to draw it on. But I, that seems like it's too complex of a task for the Amazing Race at this point. That would be more of a, the modern approach, I yeah. suppose. But on the way to this roadblock, Gary and Dave are having a little squabble here about their communication where Dave is yelling at Gary and Gary's like, why do you have to yell at me? And then Dave says that that's the only way that you'll listen to me is if I yell at you. And he says, no, I won't listen to you or something like that. And he says, well, then how do I tell you anything, Gary? And he goes, send me an email. That's so 2002. It's like, it's so Gary as well. And Mary and Peach, I just wrote down that they're killing it here. They're in first place. They've been doing really well. This leg and last leg, actually. So yeah, the roadblock is very simple. The elephant is literally just chilling there while they scrub it down. And Blake has a quote. He said that, uh, referring to the detour, that or the roadblock, that was fun until the elephant took a dump on my foot. <laughs> I was just like, wow, that's, that's not a, a pleasant image. But that's about the only interesting thing that happens at this roadblock, honestly. They get yeah. their clue, and then it's straight to the pit stop. And at this point, Will and Tara and Chris and Alex are the last ones at the roadblock. And Tara is screaming at Will about how he sucks at the roadblock because, like, Alex finished it before him. So, yeah, we head for the pit stop at Karen Village. I will say, I think we talked about the ending. I'm sorry, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. But we talked about how the ending was very anticlimactic. But they also start alluding to it right about now, like right after team one and two check in, you cut to Tara saying like the clue didn't say last team to arrive will be eliminated. They said the last team to arrive, like there's something else. So she's like, I think it's not elimination round. So I feel like just having that in was not, didn't make for great TV. 
It's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's like, what's the point of a non-elimination if you're going to tell them? Because then there's very little motivation. Uh, but anyway, Marion, Peach, and Gary and Dave are in the lead for first place at this point. And Mary and Peach come out on top. A really strong leg for them. And a small piece of trivia here that I stole from the Amazing Race Wikia page is that this is actually the, the first time in history that an all-female team won a leg without using a fast-forward. Interesting. Yeah, which I never considered. Because it would have probably been Pat and Brenda with their fast-forward last season. Yeah, episode two. But, I mean, other than that, there weren't there weren't really any strong all-female teams last season because it was just Nancy and Emily. Yeah, it was Pat and Brenda. Yeah, just Pat and Brenda, Nancy and Emily. And Kim and Leslie. Yeah, but... Uh, but they were... They were yeah. out pretty soon. So yeah, Gary and Dave directly behind them in second, also doing well, to my surprise and to a bit of my dismay, but I guess they're providing content for us, to get something to talk about. You're not about. their target viewer, Andrew. I think you need to understand that. <laughs> well, who is their target viewer? Are you enjoying them? I enjoyed them because I know how you react to them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, Blake and Paige are in third. They're also quite strong, and Oswald and Danny are in fourth. It's a nice little arc they had this episode from being all dejected and on the bottom to coming out in fourth and being all positive by the end of it. So good for them. And yeah, we, we know it's a non-elimination, because Tara's talking about how it says in the clue that the last team... Oh, how it doesn't say in the clue that the last team will be eliminated. And this is the part that really grinds my gears, is how they said, we know it's a non-elimination, so Will and Tara and Chris and Alex, they just walk... To the pit stop. They're so chilled, which is, that's, that's not the spirit of the game. There's no urgency at all. And like, I'm all for non-elimination legs, but to me, they're only effective if the teams don't know about it. Exactly. Or if we as viewers don't know about it. That, that's the whole thrill also, of the non-elimination. Like they is do that. them so well now. It's like they make the team think they've been eliminated. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, but wait, guess what? And so the teams like have that moment of dejection of like, oh, we're going home. And then they get brought up again. Yeah, well, I mean, we did kind of, we did have those moments in episode one and two with the gutsy granny, but that wasn't like because of a non-elimination. That's just because they managed to narrowly avoid elimination. But those are the reactions that we want that we deserve from a non-elimination that we deserve. And this is a horrible, unceremonious finish, and it honestly left me feeling frustrated because it makes me feel like what we just watched was useless. There was no purpose. Who to was it. in fifth and who was in sixth again? I forget. Okay, so Tara and Will are in right, fifth, and okay, Chris and Alex were actually in sixth. Yeah. And then there's tension here about it, and Chris and Alex are mad for some reason that Tara and Will beat them to the mat and that they like went in front for some reason. It's like, well, if you were so angry or concerned about it, why didn't you run to the mat? Why didn't you make it competitive? You have like no right to be angry Don't about this. Don't hate the player, hate the game, okay? <laughs> or Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Overall, I'd say overall it was a good leg, I don't know. It's still lacking in some areas, but I'm ex- I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Exactly. Yeah, not a lot to sink our teeth into, but I think it was still an, an entertaining I think leg. it's the beginning of something, because we've got six teams now that are strong personalities. We're kind of, yeah, we're just over the, the midway hump, so I think once next episode where we eliminate somebody, I think that'll be a good yeah. one. But I'm not, I'm really not excited to sludge through this, this end where we have like three non-eliminations pretty much back to back. Yeah. I thought there's only two. But... Well, Either I don't way. Know. Well, how many were there? There were, I think yeah, there there were three a, last season. A absurd amount last season. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's it for that episode. And next week, we seem to be getting some more airport drama. Yes. And we're going to Hong Kong again. Oh, no, they went Beijing, to Beijing last yeah. time. We're going to Hong Kong this and time. And we will be joined by a guest. Another special yes. guest. 
So yeah, that is it for us. You can follow us on Instagram at Amazing Race Rewind, where we'll be posting highlight clips of every episode and some super awesome trailers for our guests. Super awesome trailers that Andrew is spending way too long on and having way I spent too way much fun too much with. time on. Um, yeah, it's it's actually bad. But, it really um, is. But follow us on there. Or send us an email at AmazingRaceRewind at gmail.com. We're on YouTube now, so if you don't want to listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from, check us out on YouTube. Yeah, subscribe to us. Give us a thumbs up. Like, comment, and <laughs> subscribe. Uh, leave us a subscribe. good review. Exactly. And we will see you next week with another guest to talk about Season 2, Episode 7. Bye.